This is Creating Consciousness, a podcast reflecting back to you the energies of your subconscious through tarot, channeling, and spiritual guidance. I'm Rebecca Weirman, intuitive, spiritual coach, and energy worker. You found this podcast because it's the next step in your healing journey. Together, we will explore the depths of your subconscious to awaken and welcome this consciousness. Hello, Conscious Creators. Welcome back to Creating Consciousness. It's me, your host, Rebecca Weirman. Tuesday was my birthday, and I took a new approach to my birthday this year. In the past, I have been so big on letting others celebrate me, but there's always a part of me that doesn't feel fulfilled on my birthday to the point where like, I end up just crying. And I realized in the days leading up to my birthday this year that part of the problem is that I don't actually celebrate myself on my birthday. I kind of enter into the state of maybe pretending to be happy because I want everyone else around me to be happy. And I like don't want to feel guilty if someone around me does something and I don't know, maybe don't necessarily like But then it's my birthday and I have to be like, oh, thank you. You know, like, I don't know. There's this something about birthdays that just never felt authentic to me. And this year I challenged that. I celebrated myself. I let people know that this year for my birthday, I was going to do everything that I loved to do. So that meant spending the whole day alone. And it was one of the most magical birthdays I have ever had because I felt so much love and support just by being solely with myself, challenging myself, doing things that I love, listening every single moment of the day to what my intuition was leading me to do. And if that meant I had to go to five different stores at different times of the day to get what I needed to do that one thing, I was going to do that because that is what I wanted. And what's interesting about all of this, reflecting back on it, was that I also felt so much love and support from the community around me, even though they weren't physically with me, celebrating me. I felt even more seen and even more heard because I was just authentically, radically expressing my love and devotion to myself. And people can see that energy. People can feel that energy and people want that energy. So I just felt so fulfilled setting this boundary to everyone saying, hey, you know what? My birthday this year, I'm doing it my way. And having no expectations other than just doing everything to please myself. I mean, you need to try this. It is just wonderful so wonderful. And I think this just really speaks to the more you lean into your authenticity and love yourself and support yourself, the more people come together and also start doing that same thing and really start seeing you and valuing you for who you are. So like hopping down from my soapbox for a moment, but just highly recommend that maybe one year for your birthday, you just try this out. Or perhaps you do it every year and then allow the celebrations with others in person to support you on days that aren't 
your actual birthday. And like the craziest thing happened to me when I did this. I knew my moon cycle was coming up, but I wasn't like 100% sure because apps are never 100% accurate, you know. So I always just listened to my body. And I was walking around my house and all of a sudden I just stopped and I was like, I just got my period. And I looked at the time and it was 1.05 p.m., which would be 10.05 p.m. in South Africa, where I was born. And I just had this feeling like, holy fucking shit. I got my period at the same time I was born. Like, what a cycle of death and rebirth in that moment. I felt so connected to my feminine energy and my womb and my sex center. And there was just like this flowing of creativity. No fucking wonder I wanted to paint afterwards. Ooh, I just had a complete light bulb moment. After this happened, I was like, I'm going to paint. Not with my menstrual blood, but with (laughs) acrylics. Uh, It's a close second. But (laughs) I cracked myself up. But I really just felt so divinely in the feminine. It was beautiful. And it was just such a sign of me being back in presence, back in a state of being one with my body. And it was so grounding, but also so enlightening to have that moment. I guess basically what I'm trying to say is that I had an amazing birthday and I just really recommend honoring yourself fully for who you are, whether it's your birthday or not, because you deserve to love yourself. Now, not only was it my birthday on October 12th, but it was also the one year anniversary of creating consciousness. Yes, you heard that. It's been one year since we released this podcast. Whoa. Like I am in shock. I am in awe. And I just want to take a moment to thank you all because without you, this podcast wouldn't be possible. I am so grateful to have you as part of this conscious community. I have met some of my greatest friends through this podcast and some just incredible souls who are just so open and willing to help others. And oh my God, it just gives me faith in humanity. I mean, I I used to be, hey, sometimes I still am one of those people. I'm like, I just hate people. I don't want to talk to people or anything. And I'm right in this place right now where I'm like, I love people. I love them so much. And it's because of tools like this podcast that I get to meet so many amazing souls and individuals. So I thank you from the very bottom of my heart. Please know just how much I appreciate you. And thank you for supporting me. So today, we're going to be doing something very different for this episode. I am going to get very personal with you. And I am going to share with you my birthday reading. I have had yet to do it because I knew I wanted to do it for the podcast. So I will be reading for myself live on the podcast And I'm going to talk you through the process and share with you some things that I have been going through this past year and what the future looks like for this Rebecca who's one year older. 
know that whenever you you listen to someone else's reading, there's always something that you can take away from it. And that's why in so many like collective readings, there's so much that may resonate or why some random videos stumble upon your For You page. Is it the TikTok algorithm or is it no hashtags, no captions, a video finding your way to you? Who the fuck knows? But sometimes they are intentional. So as you listen to my reading, take what resonates and leave what doesn't. And with that, let's get into my birthday reading. I have four decks in front of me that I have been called to use. One is the Way Home Tarot deck. That will be my main deck. Then I also have the Muse Tarot, which I felt called to use maybe as supplemental tarot. And I have postcards from the liminal space, as well as the self-care oracle card deck. I will be using a spread that I've channeled, and if you would like it, you can go ahead, click the link in the show notes, and get a copy of that spread sent directly to your email so you don't have to take notes throughout the episode. I've gone ahead and pulled cards for each question in my spread. The first card for the first question is a card describing my 25th year on this planet. And the card that I pulled is the three of pentacles. For me, 25 was a year when I was going through a lot of deep, deep healing. And the three of pentacles is a card that's about collaboration. And for me, as I look to this energy to summarize my 25th year, it was a year of teamwork coming together, not just within my surroundings, within my friends and my family, but me stepping up for myself and calling upon the team of healers and the medicines that I needed to get myself back into a hundred percent alignment you know, your medication that you take daily, your psychiatrist or therapist you go see, you getting out of bed in the morning, that is a collaboration. That is an, that takes effort. It is work. And so at 25, I was able to really face this head on and acknowledge the fact that I myself have a team. People say there is no I in team. Well, Sure, but there is a team that walks with me, that guides me and supports me to make me the best version of me and know that that's out there for you too. But I really love this beautiful inviting energy and it's just so confirming for me that I am where I need to be, that that was just such an amazing triumph to have succeeded at and to have received for my 25th year on this planet. So I'm grateful. The second card is the main lesson I learned at 25. And that is the six of wands, which holy fuck. Yes. Yes. The main lesson to keep going. Don't give up. Keep trying. And it's so crazy because I saw this most like come out recently over the last couple weeks putting together tarot for the shadow. I had some of my biggest moments of imposter syndrome throughout putting together that course, but I kept going and it's so magical 
the cohort and container that we have for this class is beautiful. But I know the Six of Wands isn't just speaking to the past couple days. I know it's speaking to what I had to push through, going through some really tough dynamics within the family, losing relationships, having to push forward. And what I love about the depiction on the Six of Wands in the Way Home Tarot deck is that it's all dark and the path is lit by flame, by fire. And there's this beautiful night sky off in the distance and the sun is setting. Or perhaps maybe the sun is rising. I don't know. But I look at it now, being 26, and I really see how the sun is rising on a new day for me. I mean, 25 was full of some of my biggest, biggest lows. My, or should I say my lowest lows. I was in a period of being in such a dark night of the soul that I felt so lost, so unseen, so unsafe. But the biggest lesson was just to keep going and pushing through that so I could see the sun shine again. And let me tell you, the sun is fucking shining. <laughs> the third card I pulled for myself is what do I need to let go of from age 25? And it's interesting because the card I pulled is the high priestess. So immediately it tells me to let go of wanting to control or know the unknown. It's unknown for a reason. And it might stay unknown for a very long time, but one day it will become known. And that's what's beautiful. I pulled a clarifier, of course, for this, because I was like, it's telling me to let go of my intuition, <laughs> which isn't true. But the clarifier I pulled is from postcards from the liminal space. Let it rain, let it rain, let it rain. Rain is originally spelt on the card as R-A-I-N, but that at the bottom of the card, rain is spelt R-E-I-G-N. So what this tells me is that the biggest thing that I did at 25, the lesson that I had to learn was to let go of control. And, oh man, I think back to being 24 and I was having a conversation with my mentor about stepping into this work full time and she was telling me, you know, I can do it, I can do it, I've just got to surrender. And I said to her, I am surrendered. And she didn't say anything, but I knew she knew I was not in a place of surrender. And right now, that's where I am. And surrender is so interesting because some people hear I have to surrender and they think that they don't have to take action towards anything. That means the complete opposite, honestly. Surrender means not allowing the things beyond your control to affect you. But rather just be an observer of them and understand how they influence you. I just pulled another clarifier. And what I pulled is the page of emotions from the Muse Tarot. And 
let me just clarify, this is the Daughter of Cups or Page of Cups uh, for anyone that's unfamiliar with this, with the Muse Tarot. But it's really interesting, the imagery that comes through. A lit up heart center, fish and octopus imagery, and a lot of water. Colors of red and blue. Grounding. Clarity. What this also teaches me is that what I need to let go of is this longing for a past Rebecca, but rather to step forward and integrate to become a new Rebecca. That I don't have control over what I've done in the past. And so that if something comes up and it hurts me or it bothers me, know that it's there and know that I can work through it by giving myself love and care. So self-neglect is something that I'm going to leave behind in my 25th year. And I'm just going to be in this place of complete and utter surrender because honestly, life has just gotten so much easier. And of course, I still struggle with surrender, but now that I've experienced what it is and I've been in a place of gratitude for being in surrender and for accepting the way things are ebbing and flowing around me, so much easier to navigate. I recommend it to everyone. So the next card is 26 described in one card. And this makes me happy because the card is the Hierophant. Like, what a better card. Mastery. Learning. Leadership. Authority. And my all-time favorite depiction of the Hierophant is from the Way Home Tarot. And it is a beautiful fly agaric mushroom with the mycelium root network beneath it. 26, I can already tell, is going to be a year of deep, deep learning. It is the ultimate year of embodying and embracing as above, so below, knowing that with the more work I do down in the depths, the taller and higher I can grow. Mm. It's also a year of expanding time, really pouring my energy into the things that make me feel good, which has already been a theme of this episode, but also expanding time to envision and manifest what it is that I want to come in and through, and also expanding time for the mundane. I just got this like little tickle on my back that it's like, yes, yes, you got it. There is magic in the mundane. And that is some of the most healing medicine that's available and out there for us. Expanding time and creating space for yourself is like writing a million dollar check to yourself and saying, I'm going to cash this in full and invest it in myself. Now, I'm not saying go write a check for a million dollars and cash it. Uh, A lot of us wouldn't be able to do that. But know that you are worthy of receiving. And you are worthy of receiving the love that you have to give to yourself. So go forth and do it. 
because that is a sign and a message for me that I need to do it and that I really need to embrace it. So message received loud and clear. I also get a little nervous with this card though, because the year 2021 is the year of the Hierophant. And I remember posting this on Instagram a few year, a few years um, back at the beginning of the year about how this was all about change, moving away from structure and authority and embracing yourself fully. And with that comes a lot of change, a lot of growth. And, you know, I do still have this element of fear when it comes to growth, but I know it is inevitable. And as I say this, I like glance back up to the three of pentacles and the six of wands reminding me of the growth that I have experienced and (laughs) reminding me that I got through it. I got through it and I'm living to share my story. I'm now zooming in on 26 broken down into three categories, career, health, and spirituality. And the card I pulled for my career is the chariot, which is interesting. I love that the chariot is coming up because it's really helping me understand that I will be moving full force ahead in the work that I do. But this is also paired with the the daughter of swords. So she might not be 100% clear on what she's going to do, but she is going to march to the beat of her own drum. And there's a lot, a lot going on. So, okay, interesting. So there will be a lot going on in my head about my business, about the work, about my career that I need to do. But when I take the time to like remove the rose colored glasses from what I'm doing and I take the time to ground into the reality of my career, I'm going to be able to get so much clearer and be able to attain much more focus in the work that I am trying to do. It's not going to be easy though. And I need to invest more energy into my work, more aligned energy. I already put so much energy in, but sometimes it's not aligned. And that's where I can go wrong in my work. Look at me sharing my biggest weaknesses with you. (laughs) I just pulled magic is either everything or it is nothing. Magic is either everything or it is nothing. And so this reminds me of how some people say, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Well, am I going to lean into this fully? Am I going to take that risk? Or am I going to just watch it fade away? So I have to be putting all my energy into this. And I know that there's something in my life right now that I need to let go of to create more space for this. But I'm battling with letting go of the the security that something else provides me with. And just so you all know, I work 30 hours a week uh, at a dispensary. So I have health insurance because health insurance is really expensive. And I know I have to let go of that job, but I don't know. There's something about losing the healthcare coverage that has created perhaps a 
I don't know, there's definitely like a shadow piece there that I need to dive into. I just know that in order for me to have more time, more energy to pour into the work that I do, I'm going to have to let go of some things. <laughs> then the next card we'll move on to is 26 health-wise, which is hilarious that I have the 10 of cups. It's like the biggest confirmation for me that like I can't let go, that my health is well, everything's aligned, everything's in balance. For me, it's like the permission from the universe. It's like, yes, you can let go. You can let go of the, the security you got through health insurance. And know that there are other ways to get it, Miss Rebecca. So thank you, universe, for the for the sign. <laughs> then the next card, my spirituality at age 26. Or during age 26. And I pulled the universe. Which in some decks is also known as the world. However, I have also pulled the three of voices. And breaking news, not normal. So for me, that tells me that my spirituality is going to ebb and flow. I'm going to go from having moments of feeling like I am on top of the world. And in beautiful union. But there are going to be some really shadowy moments where I feel like breaking, where I feel like lost. But what's so beautiful about being able to realize where the shadow lies is it gives us an opportunity to turn it into light. But if we never acknowledge it, we won't know how to turn it into light. We, we deal with spiritual bypass and we stay in this place of false light. We need to be able to face the shadow so we can turn that darkness into something so much brighter. And I know that part of my spiritual journey as it moves forward into this 26th year is going to be me being in this complete state of vulnerability. Well, boundaried, of course. But understanding more so of my truth and really being a place of being able to feel, which whew, 25, I did a lot of that too. But it does seem that <laughs> I'm going to have to really uh, care and nurture for myself where 25 was a lot of me mothering myself it seems that 26 is going to be a lot of work with fathering myself as we move into the next section of what I need to focus on at 26 I have the nine of swords you wished for this and the three of emotions which is the three of cups so the base card being the nine of swords. Oh, I got to focus on structure. I got to focus on system. I have to focus on routine. Gag. That sounds awful. <laughs> but I, you wished for this <laughs> is literally true because I have been saying for so long that I need more structure and I need more routine. And as someone with like a squiggly brain, it's very hard 
hard for me to really set a routine, but I love that this is paired with the three of emotions or the three of cups because it's telling me that I am going to find structure, stability, and routine within my friendships and relationships. So perhaps what I need more of is accountability within my friend groups. And I think the accountability has to come from me. I, why would my friends want to support me if I can't invest in them and support them? I also realize that with the Nine of Swords, there is an element of anxiety and inner turmoil. So I could also be going about my 26th year and neglecting the friendships that are really important because I am too busy working and not spending time on the relationships and the people that really matter. And that's why I think like you wished for this is kind of cheeky because it's that reminder of, hey, you're not in balance. And as a Libra, I really, really need that balance. Like it's chaos to try to find that balance sometimes, but I need that. And then just always returning to the idea that the three of cups, that group, that soul family is there. And I have to show up in that as well. It's an energy exchange at the end of the day. And a fun question I always like to ask as I look to my year ahead on my birthday is if there are going to be any new hobbies or interests that come through. And for this, of course, I pulled a tarot card. I pulled the hermit, which is interesting but I also pulled two self-care cards and one of those cards is positive affirmations and another is plan a vacation. So I received this message, uh, but what it tells me as well is that I should not be seeking out any new hobbies, that they're going to come through me and pass through me, uh, in a very inspired and divine time. So I receive that, but perhaps my interest, my new project, my new hobby is actually myself. So again, receive, I receive. I'm going to make that one of my affirmations. Let's just start now. Repeat after me. I receive. That's something I've actually started saying recently after someone compliments me is I receive because I've always struggled with compliments. So when someone compliments me now, I say, thank you. I receive, I receive, I receive. And it feels really good because I've always, I just, I've had trouble accepting them and now I can fully accept them and be present in that. So maybe that's something you challenge yourself to as well. Uh, and Hey, plan a vacation gets me really excited because I work seven days a week. I do. And that's not healthy. So I definitely need more time off. Another reason why the, the job that's providing me health insurance is just one that I need to release the card that I pulled for what will the biggest lesson of 26 be? That card was the five of wands. 
I also have yield to reality and absolutely not. So the biggest lesson that comes to me throughout these cards is me facing resistance to focus. I need to get very clear on my intentions and I need to become stronger than my brain thinks I am because I will completely stay small and safe if I allow myself to, but that is absolutely not the path that I need to be going down. Divine energy cannot work if I am not grounded and present in reality, in the moment. So I have to get focused. And it's interesting too, because this really, as I look to the symbolism and the imagery, it's really not that much different than a lot of what I was doing last year, getting focused on me. This is more so having a clear direction and path towards a new version of me. And it also follows 26 summarized in a he, in a year, the Hierophant. It summarizes that as above, so below. Because also in these cards, there's a lot of triangle imagery showing me that there's something sacred in what I am I'm learning. And there's something sacred in what you are learning as well. And there's a beauty in being able to take what you learn and teach it. But in order to do that, we do need to get focused. I also have the card absolutely not here. And for me, this is really showing me that a big lesson I'm going to face as a 26-year-old is being able to say no. I already say yes and overcommit myself to a lot. I thought I had gotten better at it. But I'm just slowly starting to become aware how easy it is to slip up. And this is where I find myself really wanting to lean more into human design and understand uh, my design a bit better being a 5-1 generator. I'm supposed to go with my gut, listen to my gut. And sometimes my gut's like, yes, go for it. Other times I'm like, okay. But knowing that it's okay to change my mind and have grace for myself and know that other people might perceive me a certain way because of it. But, you know, maybe I could just say no up front. So I'm definitely interested on seeing how this plays out and what the lesson is for me in that. And I did just pull one card to summarize 25 and 26, bridging the gap between the two years. And The card I pulled is judgment. It is such a beautiful confirmation for me. I have gone on such a deep, deep, deep healing journey in my 25th year on this planet. And to know that stepping into 26 is me leaving all of that behind. And to step into a higher version of myself is beautiful. But I know that with judgment coming up, it's calling on me to do the exact same fucking thing next year. So challenge accepted. It is time to learn and grow. And I take this as a challenge. 
I say that with a ton of fear and hesitation in my voice. Don't mind me. (laughs) So that's it, my friends. That is my birthday reading, a tradition that I keep to myself that I have now just put on blast for anyone on the internet to listen to. But of course, I cast spells. We keep we keep the bad energy away. <laughs> so I just thank you for listening, for receiving, for seeing me, for hearing me, even though you can't actually see me. <laughs> but I thank you. And... I want you to also know that if there was anything in this reading that you just felt hit home for you, take it. Take it and run with it. Trust that there was a message in that for you as well. Uh, but also know that this this is my reading, so you don't have to take anything from it at all. But know like if there was a, a nugget, just this juicy morsel of meat that was like, yes, I needed to hear that. That is yours. Eat it up, baby. If you enjoyed this style of episode, a reading episode, which is something we have not done in a long time on this podcast, and you would like to see more of these episodes where it may be doing forecasts for the month, whatever it is, you name it, let me know by sliding into my DMs on Instagram at thisconsciousness or by sending me an email, rebecca at thisconsciousness.com, and let's chat. I want to see how I can make these episodes fun, interactive, um, and even provide you with opportunities to get readings on the podcast. Who knows? Hey, that's a brilliant idea. But who knows what the future holds? Before signing off, I want to remind you of a few things. You are loved. You are supported. You are divinely guided. And you are creating consciousness. I'll be back next week with a new episode for you. And don't forget, if you want to grab a copy of this spread that I used in my birthday reading today, you can head to the show notes and grab that spread and I'll send it directly to your email. I'll see you next week, conscious creators. Until then. (laughs) 